Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Our explorer today was a Canadian medical doctor and missionary who was the second Western woman known to have visited Tibet. Her adventurous travel took her through trying and tragic circumstances at a time when doing so was decidedly against the norm for her gender. Let's talk about Susanna Carson Reinhardt. Susanna Carson was born in 1868 in Chatham, Ontario. Even before she started her travels, Susanna, who went by Susie, accomplished a pretty unusual feat for her gender at the time. At the age of 26, she became a medical doctor, having graduated from Trinity College in Toronto. She started practicing medicine and in 1894 met a man by the name of Petrus Reinhardt. Petrus was a former missionary with the China Inland Mission, who had been forced out of his job and moved to Canada under sketchy circumstances. It's unclear just how much Susie knew about Petrus's past. Regardless, the two married in September of 1894. By the end of that same year, Petrus and Susie were en route to Tibet as independent missionaries not associated with any particular church. They traveled using funds they had raised before they left Canada. By mid-1895, Susie and Petrus found themselves in Lusar, a small village near one of the most important Tibetan Buddhist monasteries called Kumbum. Kumbum was fairly isolated and very large, with about 3,600 monks living there. Susie and Petrus were far from the beaten path for most Western travelers. After a traveling companion parted ways with them, they were a town away from the nearest missionaries. The following year, in 1896, Kumbum was endangered by a nearby revolt. Susie found use for her medical training. She and Petrus tended to the wounded at the monastery and were thereby invited to stay there in safety while the violence ensued. Susie and Petrus then moved to a trading town nearby and opened a medical center. They were reliant on the income they brought in for treating medical ailments. Petrus also served as a guide to a traveler named Montague Sinclair Welby. In November 1896, the explorer Sven Hayden passed through their home. He later described Susie as a bareheaded young lady wearing spectacles and dressed after the Chinese manner. He said, through her medical knowledge and skill, Mrs. Reinhardt had won several friends among the native population. Susie and Petrus's goal had been to first learn Tibetan and then to travel to the Tibetan capital of Lhasa, which hadn't been visited by Westerners for about 50 years. In May of 1898, they set off to do just that. Susie, Petrus, their nearly one-year-old son, and three local men set off for Lhasa, armed with food supplies for two years and several hundred Bibles in Tibetan. The journey required the group to travel through mountain passes at elevations as high as 16,000 feet. For two months, their journey went according to plan. Then, disaster struck. First, two of their three hired hands abandoned the group. Soon thereafter, five of the group's animals were stolen. 
Then suddenly, Susie and Petrus's child died. The remaining group eventually got as close as 100 miles away from Lhasa before a Tibetan official insisted that they leave. Susie and Petrus's final original hired hand left, and Susie and Petrus were left to navigate their way back east solo with the help of three assigned guys from the Tibetan government. Once again, the journey was treacherous and difficult. The group was attacked by bandits who injured one of the guides and stole all but three horses. The rest of Susie and Petrus's guides decided they had had enough, and Susie and Petrus were left truly alone. They continued onward without any local guides and without most of their belongings. Then, Petrus left Susie to ask for help from some Tibetans camped on the other side of a river, and never returned. Susie was absolutely alone, with just a revolver and some silver to her name. Still, she made it out. Susie hired guides to help her find her way and used her revolver to protect herself when needed. Eventually, she made it to King Ding, which was then the most remote outpost of Christian missionaries in China. It was November 26, 1898. Susie, frostbitten and broke, made her way to the outpost of the China Inland Mission. In 1900, having had no news of her husband, Susie went home to Canada. She wrote a book about her travels and gave lectures, but she didn't stay put for long. In 1902, Susie returned to China and three years later married a missionary she had met on her first trip, James Moyes. In 1907, the couple returned to Canada. In January of 1908, Susie gave birth to a son. A month later, she passed away. Susie's work and adventures were exceptional for women at the time, even if her missionary work was not successful. As most of us hopefully are staying at home, it can be hard to get fresh, healthy food. Stay healthy, focused, and energized with fresh, delicious meals delivered straight to your door from Saqqara. Saqqara is a nutrition company that believes wellness begins with what you eat. From hearty salads and nutrient-dense granolas to savory flatbreads and seasonal fruit parfaits, their ever-changing menu of creative, chef-crafted meals makes clean eating delicious. All of Saqqara's meals are 100% plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. In addition to their delicious meals, Saqqara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost immunity, try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. Right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their order if they go to sakara.com slash encyclopedia or enter code encyclopedia at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A, dot com slash encyclopedia to get 20% off your order. Sakara.com slash encyclopedia. All month, we're talking about explorers and contenders. On Sundays, We're taking a break from our normal episodes to highlight women we've previously covered who did amazing things in healthcare. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter, Womanica Weekly. 
You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.